is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time now. Sean's here with that. That's right. And in the news, uh, Boeing has a few questions to answer. Plus, uh, Virginia has high, high, high cases of respiratory illness and, hey, right here in Hampton Roads, high levels of syphilis. We'll talk All about right. that. News brought to you by Pitbull. Tobacco. Where do I go to get the shot for that? And where do they give it to you? <laughs> brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Start the new year off right with a trip to the leader in cannabis culture. Merchandise, Pitbull Tobacco and more. Their knowledgeable staff can't answer any questions. Pitbull Tobacco and more for locals by locals. Uh, I'll begin with some national news. Good news, because we've got that impending government uh, shutdown on the 20th. Uh, Congressional leaders have reached an agreement on overall spending levels for the current fiscal year that could help avoid that partial government shutdown we've got coming up. House Speaker Mike Johnson is hailing the agreement in a letter to his colleagues saying it is the most favorable budget agreement Republicans have achieved in over a decade, which is good news. President Joe Biden says the agreement is one step closer to preventing a needless shutdown and protecting important national priorities. Lawmakers needed an agreement on overall spending levels so that they could write the bills that set the line-by-line stuff. Uh, The funding is set to lapse on January 19th, but this is a good uh, start for all of it so they can get to a a full-blown agreement later on. Uh, In other news, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin remains in the hospital as more details come out about why a lot of people, including President Joe Biden, weren't told that he was in the hospital. All right, this is really odd. Yeah. This is really odd, and I hope it's not embarrassing for Lloyd Austin. I hope so, too. Because whatever he went to have done, which was elective, Right. Uh, uh, whatever he went to have done, he chose not to share with anyone. Right. Yeah, he, he didn't share with anybody, but a lot of people have come out saying that when you're, you're one of those people in the chain of command who, if you something have happens, to know. we have to know if you're out of the chain of command. Right. If something's going to keep you out of that seat. Especially, oh my God, especially the Secretary of Defense in today's world. Yes, exactly. Uh, senior defense official said Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks was not notified until Thursday, this last Thursday, yeah. that Austin had been hospitalized since the start of the year. Yeah, and she was apparently on vacation in Puerto Rico or someplace. Mm-hmm. Like, like she left. Yeah. She doesn't know she's on call. Yeah, because I mean, she was. You on- are always on call. Don't misunderstand that. But she w- didn't know that she was the person. I was going to say she didn't know that the buck stopped with her currently. Right. So she yeah. would have liked to have had that information. That's just very odd. Uh, president Biden was also not told until Thursday about the information, which again, kind of important for the president to know. Yeah. And that's according to a, several people with knowledge of the hospitalization who were not authorized to speak, so we don't know who they were. But they right. spoke with the Associated Press. Uh, in other news, over the weekend, if you were flying, you probably saw really long lines at some of the customer service counters because the FAA had to make a big call and ground a bunch of 737 MAX planes after a hole broke open in one midair. Pretty scary situation. If you haven't yeah. seen the image, as a matter of fact, I'll see if I can get one and send it yeah. over to Arena later to post. But it's, woo, it looks like it, oh no, uh, your worst nightmare. Yeah, they know what it is. It's, it was, uh, it's the shape of one of the doors. Yeah, it's the shape of one of the doors. Uh, on Friday, when it happened, actually, an Alaska Airlines flight had to return to Portland, Oregon soon after takeoff because a big old piece of the side of the plane just blew out of it and flew off. Yep. Uh, one of the passengers from the flight, Evan Smith, talked about the whole emergency. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. Just kind of sit there. There's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Now, thankfully, uh, yeah. nobody was hurt. That's the good or no, Nobody yeah. severely hurt. There were some minor injuries, but nothing major. Uh, they, they said what it was was a mid-cabin door plug. That's an optional emergency exit that they can add to the plane, but in this case, it had been plugged up, hence the plug. Yes. 
Uh, so it just looked like the normal side of the plane. It looks like a door's missing. Yeah, it does. You're 100% but right. But they paneled over it, and, and like you said, it, it looks like a normal part of the plane because they, they plug the opening and panel over it, and we use it, and they do this all the time. Yeah, so it explains why that one section came out like that, but for anybody on the plane when that's happening, yeah. it just looks like this thing's coming apart. Apparently nobody was in that row, yes. believe it or not. Thankfully, it could have been a lot worse. Nobody yeah. was in those seats, and they said that because of where they were, they were still climbing in altitude. Right. Pretty much everybody was still going to be wearing seat belts and everything. So Yeah, and it wasn't much to get them to. I, were they even above 10,000? No, uh I think that, yeah, I think they were above 10,000. So I think the, they said they were climbing. Yeah, and probably the result of pressurizing the cabin. Yeah, I think yeah. they said it was around 15,000. All right, because they, they got to get back to 10,000 for you to breathe. Okay, yeah. So then, but they, Without uh, the mask. They did do an emergency landing, and it was successful. Yeah. So thankfully that happened. Uh, in response to this, the FAA grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircrafts for additional inspections. They say it's precautionary, but mm-hmm. they have to do this because if you, you might remember that name, the 737 MAX from Boeing, that's had problems before. That was the well. That was the one that, that had the the, the autopilot or something like. They had issues with it was fighting itself. Right. Yes. That. Yes. They recalled all of them or something. Well, and they had two crashes in 2018 and 2019 because of that malfunction. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and those were horrific events. Yeah. Unfortunately, in, in that situation, everybody died on the plane. But mm-hmm. it's it's something they have to look at. Now they do say right. that this issue has nothing to do with that issue. But just Boeing has a lot of questions to answer because these planes keep having problems. Yeah, but this plane was only two months old. Right. It's brand new. Like they said, they're doing these inspections yeah. on all of them yeah. out, of, out of precautionary methods. Yeah. But they need to make sure they're all okay before anybody's going to feel comfortable on them. Uh, in a, any event, the grounded planes caused hundreds of flight cancellations over the weekend. Now, a federal official from the uh, from says the Boeing jetliner that suffered the initial blowout, like you said, was a newer plane and actually wasn't being used for flights uh, to Hawaii. Like they weren't going out over the ocean because they'd had pressurization lights come on while they were flying. on that particular plane. Yes, on that particular plane. So they weren't doing it over big open. God, bodies that's of water. interesting. I, I hadn't heard that part yet. And they said that they they did that so that the plane could land cl- quickly if the warning light reappeared. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so they're going to do all those inspections, and we'll see when those planes get back in the air. Uh, around here, ooh, the latest from the Center for Disease Control is not great numbers. Uh, Virginia and North Carolina have, uh, quote, very high levels of respiratory sickness right now. Uh, the report shows a jump in people testing positive for the flu last week to about 18% jump. Yeah, is this Which unexpected? Because I think it's that time of year. No, they said it's expected, but they're using it as a, a thing to be like, hey, guys, we're starting to get to that point where everybody's getting sick. The right. hospitals are starting to get full of people. Right. We really need everybody to be as careful as they mm-hmm. can. Uh, and they want to let you know about these things because they want to remind you you can still go out and get vaccinated for the flu and for COVID and all these things. They want to use right. that. But they said that uh, North Carolina actually much higher than uh, or higher than Virginia at the moment. North Carolina is really suffering. So if you're one of those people that has to go back and forth for work, yeah, just keep it in mind. Best practices, be careful. Uh, Fox News is reporting there are going to be spotty shortages of cough and cold medicine as the flu season is ramping up as well. Sure, many pharmacies are running out of essential medication, which is leaving people having a hard time finding it. And while we're dealing with that, you know, Rick, just for the heck of it, go yeah. treat yourself and get tested for syphilis. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Apparently, sounds fun. Syphilis cases in the state of Virginia are continuing to rise. We're having a, a big spike in them, and it's between people the ages 15 and 44. There's a map you can go on on the Virginia Department of Health's website that shows the whole state and the cases for everything. Yeah. 
Here in Hampton Roads, every single city falls under the very high category. Wow. Yeah. So what you're really saying is there's a lot of banging going on. That's kind of where it comes yeah, across. Because yeah. you're not going to get it from some other method. Mm-hmm. They, now, with the, we saw a decrease in some of this some of the, because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. but now everybody's kind of back out there in the world, so the cases are going back up. Yeah. So they're getting everybody to be careful, and they're just advising people, hey, if you've got kind of a... Not risky, but pr- promiscuous yeah. behavior. Yeah. You might want to just go get screened for the heck of it, because it's so. It's uh, they say it's out there and it's in the background of the community right now with a high rate, and people aren't noticing. Is there some sort of symptomless version of this? I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Uh, but they do. They one of the things because they, I, if I recall, the symptoms are pretty drastic. I think that's what yeah. I thought. I thought I would know. Yeah, like if I got it, but maybe it takes a little while to show up. Now, or, like chlamydia or something is uh, you know the the silent one. Yes, true. Yeah, you can become you know asymptomatic, right? Uh, but they do. One of the things they point out is they've been watching the trend in babies that are born with syphilis, and yeah. uh, that unfortunately they say is at a very high rate right now. Uh, and the last one they have data for for that is in uh, 2022. They say in the U.S. more than 3,700 babies were born with it, and that's ten times the number it was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So they've watched it steadily go up. So they're just advising people, hey, maybe go ahead and get yourself checked. And they also recommend again best practices here. You need to be open about your sexual history with people before you uh, uh, partner up, so to say. This so sounds yucky. Like, like oh, the it's symptoms. awful. Yeah. It sounds drippy. Is what yeah. It's, yeah. It's what oh, it yes. Like. And noticeable. Yeah, yeah, I know. So uh, the casual uh, person, you're going to know. I, that's what yeah, I thought. I would to. imagine. I would imagine. Now, again, now, maybe you're just denying. That's possible as well. You know, Other people, maybe yeah. you're trying to lie and be quiet about it because you don't want people to know you have it. Sure. Something. Oh, I don't I'm know. Sure. But either way, the, sti- the, the state is asking you to please get checked, especially in the Hampton Roads area, if you might possibly. I say do your research and find something to yeah. dip that thing in. Do, yeah. Whoa. Oh. back. <laughs> Just sounds like the change worst. your diet. I'm sure that'll be fine. That'll fix the Not whole thing. Not peanut butter, Rick. Painless <laughs> ulcers, sores, <laughs> vaginal discharge, wart-like growth on ooh, genitals, ooh. rashes, small bumps or ulcers. Now uh, fatigue, itching, mouth, mouth ulcer, rash on the palms and soles. Right. Sore throat, swollen lymph nodes, weight loss, rectal lining inflammation. But right All there, right. right there, it says. Good morning. The the incubation period for yes. it though can be two to three weeks. Okay, uh, so maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what it is. is if, just, if you live this lifestyle, maybe they you don't can know find you. it before it becomes right. uh, a manifest uh, part of your life. And before you yeah. can spread it to other people, hopefully, is the, yeah, the idea there. We can stop you from doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to much less gross news. The uh, Golden Globes were last night, and Christopher Nolan's epic American drama Oppenheimer picked up five big awards, including Best Drama Film, Best Director, yeah. and Best Actor for Killian Murphy, among others. Uh, the uh, Ludwig Göransson score won as well. Yorgos Lathimos, I've never heard of that, but Poor Things was, has won Best Comedy or Musical, and uh, that was an upset over Barbie, Beat Out Barbie. Emma Stone also won for her role in that movie. Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon became the first indigenous actress to win Best Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, so that was big news. And on the television side, Succession and The Bear took most of the awards home. What is the premise of The Bear? Uh, it's a, it, From all I can understand is it's a guy who runs a restaurant. He's like a chef at a restaurant. He kind okay. of runs it. And it's Jeremy Allen White, I think, is the star of it. Yeah. And uh, everybody keeps telling me how great it is. I just. I I watched the awards last night. They were cleaning up. Yeah. 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 And everybody seemed. Well, Jeremy Allen White's a fantastic actor. He's one of these guys who was kind of in the background for several years. He was always a supporting guy. He was always something. And this is the first time I've seen him really get something that got a lot of attention as the lead guy. So did he win? 
Uh, I didn't see if he won. I don't won think it. he won. I don't think he won. I don't think yeah. he did, no. no. Specifically. But I the think, series. I think most of the... I saw the supporting cast. Uh, did very well. There was a male and a female that, that were winners, but Suc- he wasn't the main star. I think Succession won most of the main yeah. acting awards. Succession great, was killer. Great, yeah. great, yeah. great, great program. I and mean, it's horrible people to watch, but, oh, man. That's uh, the point of it. Yeah. Thanks for Terrific. great programs. Yeah. Uh, and while there was no big slap at the Golden Globes last night, no. uh, host Jill Coy did a, a bunch of jokes, and he had one that didn't really land with some of the audience and got him the stink eye from Taylor Swift. Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. The crowd's here. only reacting because the camera does a zoom in on her face right then. And oh, she, and she she mugs for the camera. Yeah, she, which she what glares at him. Yeah. I, I think she's playing it up. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. She knows she's on camera. Exactly. How are you not going to? He did have one that was good, though, when he saw Robert De Niro in the audience. Um, I'm a bit awestruck. This guy's amazing. Decade after decade. He just kills it every single time. I don't know how you do it, man. Your last performance has got to be your greatest performance ever. How'd you get her pregnant at 80? CGI! CGI? Is he looking? Is he looking? You talking to me? Yeah, but either way, uh, it was kind of a mixed bag, but nothing too exciting, which means that, you know, we'll see if the ratings are anything to talk home about. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty interesting that uh, it was uh, Joe Coy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Joe Coy, stand-up comedian. Uh, of some note, he's actually yeah. been here on the radio show. Where this is a super nice guy. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I went and I saw him at the Funny Bone, yeah. and he went extra time. I went to the Late Show, and we didn't get out of there until forever in the morning. I mean, it was great. But the uh, yeah. the understory here is so many A-list celebrities turned this job down. Joe Coy was hired like 10 days ago Ooh. Ah. to do this gig. Well, So, you know, when, when you're evaluating the performance, the, uh, the New York Post says that he bombed. I don't oh, think I he bombed. Call it a bomb? I no. watched this for a while. Yeah. Well, it's always I don't hard think doing these types yeah. of shows. It's not a comedy club. But you know? by the same, I don't think he had yeah. time to prepare. Yeah. And, and in fact, in the opening part of it, he's... he's any of the jokes that didn't hit, he's blaming the writers. He's like, I didn't have time to write all yeah. of these. Right. I had to have, but you know, nobody cares how the sausage was made. Right? You're yeah. the, you're the captain of the ship. You either got to earn it, you know, own it or don't. My favorite part of the whole night was they finally gave out an award for stand up comedy, best stand up comedy special. Okay. And in the most delicious of ironies, and it, it may be lost on others that don't do this for a job. Ricky Gervais was the winner. Ricky Gervais slaughtered that room for yeah, two years in a row. He came out talking about the best pedophile special, and he started pointing around the room. Right. Uh, he did jokes that were so awful that no <laughs> one in the audience laughed, but the rest of the world did. Yeah. And then he took the job again next year because they said he wouldn't just to be a D. <laughs> I love this guy. And he won the award for best stand-up comedy special. A little delicious moment there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, around here, sunny with a high near 48 northwest winds, 6 to 10 miles per hour this afternoon. Increasing clouds with a low around 35. Tomorrow is what we're watching. We got some rain moving in, possibly some severe weather. So make sure you keep the, your yourself near the radio or something so you can just be just in case things go sour. Got a high of 62 tomorrow. Right now, about 40 degrees with the news. I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.